Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On this episode, Pastor Chuck will continue his message, which is titled, Praise Him Anyway. This message continues Pastor Chuck's focus on Luke 18 and encourage us to praise the Lord no matter what our circumstances may be. So if you have those Bibles, let's open them up to Luke 18 and join in with Pastor Chuck. Jesus is now uh, uh, closer to now going to the cross. He's closer now going to the cross. So as he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. Now, blind men in these days uh, uh, were, were considered part of the outcast of society. So he's by the road begging, right? He's by the road begging. And hearing, listen, hearing, faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the words of God and hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. Now, he's hearing all of these people walk by. And watch this. Sometimes, listen, when one, like God is so good, if one of your senses are off, he'll, uh, intense, he'll intensify or amplify one of you. That's a better word. He'll amplify one of your other senses. So here it is. This man is, this man is walking, this crowd is walking by and it's getting louder and louder and he's hearing all this activity and there has to be some type of excitement going on. All of these things are happening. Then all of a sudden you hear this man walking by and he says, listen, what, what, what's happening here? He starts to ask, he starts to inquire and they told him, the crowd told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Jesus of Nazareth. Now this is, this is important. Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. This is what it's spoken of. Many in that time period, listen, was named Jesus. There were many in that time period named Jesus. And so here's a clear distinction. This is Jesus of Nazareth. This is what the scriptures has talked about that Jesus now, listen, Nazareth was a place of poverty. It's a place that is despised. It is a place of rejection. Now here it is. The place where our Lord and Savior was born in was a place known as uh, uh, rejection. Could any good thing come out of Nazareth? Not only could a good thing come out of Nazareth, a God thing came out of Nazareth. Salvation came out of Nazareth. So here it is, a place of poverty, a place that is despised, a place that is rejected. Anybody, Anybody ever felt that way? You ever felt like you, your life? has been a place of poverty, a place that is, is despised. You ever felt like that, that you have been rejected? You have been abandoned? Have you ever, can any good thing come out of you? Can, can wherever you're from, can, who, who would believe your story now? Who would believe your testimony now? Uh, who would believe that, that you, out of all that you used to be, all of the lying you used to do, all of the stealing you used to do, all of the drinking you used to do, all of the, all of the whoremongering or fornicating that you used to do, all of those sinful acts, who would, who would say now that you are now a professing believer in Jesus Christ, that you're, that you're leading worship in the church, that you're, you're one of the ministers in the church, that you are actively pursuing Christ, that you're, that you're leading a godly family, that you're a business owner now, that you're doing a, who would believe, could any good thing come out of you? And yes, when the Lord gets his, gets his, his loving arms wrapped around you, when the Lord gets his hands on you, he can, he can take a, he can take a bad thing and make it a blessed thing. He can, he can do anything but fail. He can take dark and make light out of it. He can do anything but fail. And so could anything good come out of Nazareth? So this is a clear distinction. This is not just any, this is Jesus of Nazareth who the scriptures have talked about before, who the scriptures have talked about before. So I, I want you, I want you to, I want you to look at yourself not, and, and say, listen, I want you to make this faith declaration on yourself. This is talking to, with your, your, with your God identity. This is connecting to your God identity. 
And anytime you feel down, anytime you feel lower, you don't have enough, you're inadequate to say, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, there's good in me. Because God is in me. There's good in me because God is in me. And I come from, I, God said, I'm seated in heavenly places. And so I, I, I'm seated with him. I'm, I'm royal. I'm a, part of a, a part of a kingdom. I'm a king's kid. So I say this about myself and I decree, yes, something good can come out of me because I'm a child of God. I, I know this to be true. And I'm walking in my kingdom identity. I'm walking in my kingdom identity. So I need you to take, I need you to understand this. I'm going to walk in my kingdom identity. Somebody need to say that right now. I'm going to walk in my kingdom identity. Identity. I need y'all somebody say, I'm going to walk in it. I need you to declare that you're going to walk in it. Now my fan don't want to work. I'm about to burn up in here. So now uh, I'm going to walk in my kingdom identity. Right? You're going to see. You're going to see kind of this transformation take place at the end of it. I've already read it. You'll see this transformation take place. Can anything good come out from wherever you're from? Can any good thing come out of your, um, your divorce? Can any good thing come out of your, uh, 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 your, your bad relationship? Could anything come out of these failed jobs that you had? Can any good? Yes. If you're in Christ, yes, you're his good thing. He says you're a special possession. You're your royal priesthood. And he's created you to be zealous for good work. The Lord says in him, you're a special possession. So yes, you are a good thing. Walk in it. Walk in it. You got to walk. You got to call it to your mind. You got to walk in your kingdom identity. This is Jesus. Now he came and we labor that we live. Oh, that's a bad. No, no, no. Don't you go up there. Can't nothing good come. No, 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 no. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. There can be so not only can some good things come out of you. Some God things can come out of you. Mm hmm. God has anointed all of us wherever we are. God has anointed all of us for service in his kingdom. He's anointed all of us for service in his kingdom. You may not be a pastor. You may not be a bishop. You may not be a prophet. You may not be an evangelist, whatever. Game, but God has served. All, matter of fact, he told us to do the work of the evangelist. So we're always supposed to be going out, being a mouthpiece uh, for proclaiming his glory. We're all supposed to be instruments in his redeeming hands. We all are called to advance his kingdom in the earth. We not only do we have kingdom identities, but we have kingdom assignments. We have kingdom assignments. We can get into all that another time. I don't even go in there. Uh, I don't even know how I landed there. But here we go. Jesus of Nazareth was walking by. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth, watch this. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. You, 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 you. <laughs> Listen, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. Listen, now, right Jesus of Nazareth, he, they, they speak about Jesus, about his earthly identity. This man speaks of Jesus in the term of his eternal identity. Watch it. The crowd said, this is Jesus of Nazareth, right? They gave his, his earthly location. They gave his, his, his earthly uh, position, his earthly identity. This is Jesus of Nazareth. The blind man who hears this says, son of David. They communicate his eternal identity. And his eternal identity is attached to the bloodline of a king. <laughs> I didn't know how the Lord was going to work that out. I didn't even know. It just kind of both. Listen, listen, don't listen, listen. 
Most people will see you by your earthly identity, but God will always speak to you and call you according to you, according to your eternal identity in him. And that my brothers and sisters is good news. Why? Because he purchased you with his precious blood. He paid your sin debt. He stood in your place. And so now when he sees you, he says, according to the scriptures, he says, you're my special possession. You're your royal priesthood. You're a peculiar people created in me to be zealous for good works. You're a special possession. And so now the Lord speaks to you according to your eternal identity, not your earthly identity. That's good to me. If it ain't good to nobody else, it's going to be good to me. And sometimes we can get caught up on what man says about us, and we won't get caught up in what God has already declared and made good about us. I'll let you get it. I'll let you get it on your own. I'll let you get it on your own. Listen, listen. I'll let you get it on your own. You can get this later. Listen, sometimes we're so focused on what we want the world to call us, how we want the world to recognize and, and miss how God, the word, has already spoken about who we are. That's just good to me. That's good to me tonight. Uh, I'm, I, you know, me and you, Holy Ghost, me and you. I just, I just minister to myself tonight. No, I don't do I'm a minister to myself. I'm gonna cut the camera off at some point. I'm just gonna keep ministering to myself. Listen, listen. We're so focused. About, well, this, this, you know, where they from? Where I ever get this position? They need to see me as such and such, and blah, 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 blah. And we'll get into all of these different identities that we want the earth, the world, to recognize us by. But what has the word, the living word, the word that became flesh and dwelt among? What has He said about you? Here's a question: Do you even know it? Have you spent time to get to know your eternal identity? Because we're, we can get so caught up in being a mother and to being a father and to being an employee or to being a business owner or to being whatever it is. And no, those things are not wrong at all. Nothing is wrong with those things. But sometimes we can get so caught up in our earthly identity that we lose sight and watch this. Don't receive the grace and the power and, and the love and the light of our eternal identity that God calls you special. You're a special possession that he has created in himself for good works. That's so good to me. That is so good to me. We can get so caught up in our earthly roles, our earthly things, that we lose sight of our eternal roles and our eternal positions. Watch this. And the authority that comes with that. The power that comes with knowing your eternal identity in Christ Jesus. Do you know the power? Do you know the power? Do you know the power in knowing your, not your earthly identity. Do you more so know your eternal identity? That is so good to me. Good God Almighty. I love, I love, listen, listen, listen. That's good. Hey, Keisha, that's good, ain't it? That's good, Keisha. What up, Merle? That's good, baby. That's good, ain't it, Merle? Ain't that good, uh, Maureen? Cuz, ain't that good? Listen, let me tell you. Listen, you, once you know your eternal identity, this world can't, this world can't get a hold on you. 
I, listen, how do I know? Listen, Romans 12 talks about it. Let me just go. It's a familiar passage of scripture, but sometimes it's so much depth and beauty to it that we can just skirt over to it. We can get numb to it because we've quoted it so much. We recited it so much that we miss it. He says, listen, do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. What does all that mean? It means a lot in there, but listen, in that it says, I have been transformed by the renewal of my mind. Now I focus on things eternal. I don't focus solely on things of the earth. Because I know, I know my kingdom identity. I know my kingdom citizenship and the kingdom that I'm attached to is not of this world. It's not all this world. It is of the word. The word of God has spoken and it is true. Jesus Christ has done everything necessary. Watch this. Scripture says you're a joint heir. You, you are a joint heir with Christ Jesus. I just, I just love how, how God uh, 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 brings this out. I, I just love how God does this. You have now become joint heirs. Watch this. Back to Romans real quick. Because I want you, I want you to, I don't even know how the Lord ended up here. I was talking about Jesus and Nazareth and something in there, but Rome, listen, listen, Romans 8. Let me get this to you real quick. Verse 14, for all who are led by the Spirit of God, Romans 8, verse 14, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you do not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back in fear, into fear, listen, but you have received the spirit of adoption. As sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father, the Spirit themselves bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Listen, do you hear that? Do you hear your eternal identity? And if children, watch this, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we, oh, here's the part we don't want to do. Ooh, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. I'm not going to get into suffering tonight. I'm going to let, I'm going to let the Holy Spirit minister that to you. What does that look like? Provide, we, we, no, 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 stick to the script. Pastor, stick to the script. Listen, he says, listen, the spirit himself, God has given us when Jesus saved us and he set us free. When he accepted that free gift, the spirit of the Lord came to dwell in us, came to live within us, came upon us to give us power to be witnesses. And now out of that, we have obtained a spirit of adoption. We've been brought into the family of God. We were brought into the household of faith of God. And now our spirit, we cry out. We cry out from the inner depths of our soul. We cry out, Abba, Father. And the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit now. Now we're in line. Now we're, now we're together. Now, now, we're, now we're united together. And now we become children of God. And if children, then heirs. We have an inheritance, family. You're a you're, in other words, you're a king's kid. You're a child of the king. How did I get on that part of it? I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know who that's, that's for tonight. I don't know who that is for, but I need you to know this. Here's what I need you to know, that your God cares about you. Your God truly cares about you. He loves you, right? Like we learned this on Sunday. God, God uh, uh, knows you intimately. He cares for you deeply, and he loves you perfectly. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. 
Thank you for taking the time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That's www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we would love to have you join us. On our website, you can find the dates that we are meeting in person as we are still operating under a modified schedule due to the pandemic. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel each and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Please join us on our next episode as Pastor Chuck continues his message entitled, Praise Him Anyway.